Welcome to our space, Apostrophe Soul. And this is Apostrophe Soul Radio, where soul meets story. Hey everybody, good morning! Hello Moon Ninjas! It's Jess and I am here to welcome you to my first solo speakeasy. <laughs> um, I'm I'm pretty excited actually. There's a lot I'm excited to kind of talk about and share with where things are at this week, where things are going. Mary's doing great, by the way. She's um she's enjoying some time getting into the holiday spirit with her family. I know this weekend they uh they did some beautiful Christmas decorating together. They've been enjoying having the new puppy in the house, Miss Luna, who we will have to talk about on our next episode together. She is adorable. Um, and Mary's been working on some paintings, jewelry making, all kinds of beautiful stuff. So, so we've both been in a big creative surge this time of year and wanting to really share that spirit and inspiration with people. Um, and before I get into some of the, the topics for this, I really want to just take a moment to thank everybody for their support this year and for like really really supporting us through the podcast the etsy shop for taking time to check out and appreciate the creations we love making and sharing with people things that tell a story things that bring us joy like we really really appreciate the encouragement and the love we felt in this journey and this beginning of this business together so thank you um and speaking of inspiration that this time of year is is very close to my heart it's uh I mean, man, usually my boyfriend Brian and I are somewhere else in the world this time of year. We love traveling in that period from late November to mid-December. The last few years, that's been like our big dream that we work towards every year. We work the whole year long, plan plan a big trip and go together. We go to a new part of the world and we get to share in some pretty fascinating, incredible holiday traditions with local people things that I wish I could share that experience with every person I know because it's it's been such an incredibly transformative phenomenal learning experience for us and I mean this year I'm kind of taking that time to pivot all all of that inspiration and experience and storytelling and use that through through my art through the things I'm creating in music reconnecting with my fine art roots. I've been really enjoying this journey of sharing these stories and experiences through the lens of creating and making. 
Um, that's also what inspired me to start our travel blog in a year when nobody can really travel. <laughs> it's really because it's giving me the, those roots to share it in the right way with, without the pace and the rush of, can I get to this? Can I get this done? I'm really learning how to, how to be in stillness and it's been very healthy. So while I, I really miss traveling, I'm also grateful for the pause to really appreciate what we have seen and experienced. Um, and actually one of my favorite traditions that Brian and I have been able to go experience together, oh, it is the Krampuslauf. I don't know how familiar you all are with Krampus, but to give you an incredibly shorthand overview, he is this kind of dark mythical figure that is the twin to Saint Nicholas. And we were able to experience this going through Bavaria, the Bavarian region of southern Germany, and the Alps of Austria. Um, they have this awesome event. I believe St. Nicholas Day is December 5th, and that is the day when kids will put out gifts for St. Nicholas, or, or they'll receive gifts from him, and the dark twin to St. Nicholas in this tradition is the Krampus. And the Krampus... <laughs> Oh, he's quite a figure. He is like a very large, ominous demon-like figure. And he has a whip and a basket. And if you are a good child, you will be rewarded. And if you are not good, there are consequences. And the, the threat that the Krampus will come and take you in the night in his basket away, away to the darkness. So, it's this fascinating balance of the light and the dark in a Christmas tradition. Um, so the the Krampus, it's something that has definitely evolved with the introduction of Christianity into these parts of the world. If you think about it, I mean, the actually being in the Alps in winter, it becomes very clear with that that darkness and mystery and majesty of nature that there could be things beyond the shadow in the hills that, that were just past your awareness, but you had to protect yourself and your family and work with, with that darkness to survive a long, hard, snowy, cold winter. And um, I think there's a kind of intrinsic knowledge we carry as human beings from the time when the camaraderie and light and love of this time of year was also deeply connected to our survival together um and telling stories around the firelight of what what's out there and cherishing the love and and ability to be together it's it's really led to some phenomenal folklore that has merged in fascinating ways with the emergence of different religions like christianity that came through europe you know, maybe more recently than the age of some of these folkloric beliefs and stories. There is this awesome quote from H.P. Uh, Lovecraft's The Festival that I just have to share with you guys. Um, I think it really speaks to the balance of the darkness with the light and the magic that kind of connects the two this time of year. Um, it was the Yuletide that men call Christmas Though they know in their hearts it is older than Bethlehem and Babylon, older than Memphis and mankind. Um, I think that does really speak to the feeling and, and age you sense when you go to some of these traditions and festivals. 
So Brian and I traveled to Salzburg in 2017, and we were so excited that we would be able to see a Krampuslauf um, in the city. And it was amazing. Like the, the sound, oh. So in the Krampuslauf, you have a figure of St. Nicholas who kind of leads this parade, if you will, through the streets of the Christmas markets. And it's very exciting. It's this big event. All kinds of people turn out. They kind of block off the streets to create the passageway through. Um, often there's uh, there's some introduction and things recited by members of the community about the folklore. Sometimes kids will speak uh, and, and they participate. There's different figures around, like there's always the Christ child in Austria, which is a beautiful young girl who is dressed kind of like in an angelic way. And she's the kind of like the light spirit of Christmas. Um, and then you have the figure of St. Nicholas, who is often <laughs> some very tall man with a powerful voice gets the job of St. Nicholas. And he wears the, uh, the classic, you know, tall white bishop's hat, long robe. He has a staff and he and his angels give candy and gifts to the children. And then <laughs> you have hundreds of Krampus. Um, there, I've also heard them called Perkton, which comes from the pagan goddess Perkta, and they would dress like these creatures to basically ward off the evil spirits of winter. It's this idea like we become them so we do not fear them. So when you look at a Krampus, they are dressed in real animal fur, and they have exquisite hand-carved wooden masks with real real horns, sometimes incredibly large horns, so big you don't know how the person wearing them doesn't fall over. And it's cold because these parades take place throughout this time of year in the first week or two of December. So when you see them, you see breath coming through their mask and the silhouette and they really, because of the animal fur and the authenticity of, of everything they're wearing in this tradition, they kind of smell and appear like a living entity. It's it's amazing. I mean, growing up on, on a horse farm, like that distinctive animal fur smell is like very strong and it, they feel incredibly viscerally real. Um, and there will be hundreds of them. They wear very, very large, heavy looking bells on their backs and they shake them. And so when you are in the Alps listening to the Krampus approaching, the sound, the sound will always be something that it left like such an incredible impression on me because it reverberates, especially when you go to the more remote areas, the sound of hundreds of bells echoing through the mountains of the Alps is like nothing I've ever heard. And I mean, if there is ever anything that helped you really feel the magic of that. That was amazing. <laughs> so I can only imagine how that looks and what that experience is like to all of the little kids that come to this. Um, so most of the time, the Krampus, they are younger men, so people in their early 40s. They also have this thing called the Kinter Krampus, where they have little kids that get to dress up. Usually they'll have a Kinter Krampus parade as like a precursor to the big parade. Um, I believe that Lauf means walk, so it would be the Krampus walk, I guess. 
ends and they have whips and they do whip you. Usually these are made from like maybe horse hair or I actually have a switch hanging as a souvenir from one of the, the Krampus left we went to and it's all of these little twigs that are bound up with a rustic looking twine and they really hit you like your shins and your legs. They like to try to steal your hat. Sometimes they'll pick up kids and carry them around and maybe bring them back to the right parents. So it's very unlike anything we experience here in America. <laughs> but when you're there, it is just such an amazing, everybody around you is speaking German and you're immersed in this tradition that is just incredible. Um, one of my favorite books that gives some beautiful pictures and stories about the versatility of the different legends and how they're um, celebrated and expressed. It's called The Krampus and the Old Dark Christmas, Roots and Rebirth of the Folkloric Devil. And it's by Al Ridenwar. Um, I will definitely share this in the show notes because it's a great, it's actually difficult to find a good book on these traditions because when you go and see them, you want to find something that really captures that and gives you more information on how that came to be. And there actually aren't as many resources as I thought there would be. Maybe they're all in a different language. In terms of an English resource, English language resource, this is a really good one. Um, he has this beautiful paragraph too about the essence of Christmas and and that balance of the light with the darkness. And I think I need to read it to you guys because I love how he phrases this. Christmas requires the darkness. Every child understands that it's only at midnight the Christmas mystery unfolds. The holiday we've spun from sugar plums and annual TV specials can't exist without those dark edges where imagination blooms. Not by chance, it aligns with the long black night of the solstice and nature's last breath. Skeletal trees or howling winds aren't required. Even those who've grown up with the hum of Christmas air conditioning have felt the uncanny as they await that curious night traveler traversing the skies in archaic costume and prophet's beard. Come late November, the child's world of consensual reality begins to dissolve. Magic elves crouch and spy in suburban homes. Still moist pines are suddenly hauled indoors and parents whisper and sleepwalk through rituals they can't explain. Tradition lies heavy if overseen by long departed ancestors. I think that really encapsulates the spirit of this book and what inspires us to wander and travel and, and find those experiences and connect to the age and lore like I I know that when Brian and I are, are designing, essentially designing a trip and connecting to where we want to go, it always comes from a fascination with a story, a legend, a tradition, art, like a, a kind of art or music, something in the culture, in the geology, in the essential spirit of a place is what draws us. And this time of year, that is so resonant with the part of the world where these traditions are celebrated. It's really like what we imagine Christmas to be, walking through Christmas markets and actually smelling roasting chestnuts and 
Oh my god, I wish I could give each of you a cup of Glühwein. It is one of the best drinks ever. It's warm, spiced wine. All of it is really um, made in different local specialized batches and it really does warm you. I, like, I never felt drunk from drinking it, but I never felt as cold. It cuts the bitterness of that Austrian cold winter, you know, especially when you get into the higher mountain ranges. Um, just to give you a, a reference for a really awesome place we experienced and following that spirit of adventure, we discovered on the go by trying to decipher websites in German, which neither of us speak, but we try. We try badly. My apologies to anyone that's ever tried to converse with us in, in German. We really try. But <laughs> we were at least able to kind of look up some local events while we were traveling in Austria and Germany. And we found this sleepy, beautiful town called Bad Goisern. It's in the Salzkammergut region of Austria. Um, kind of around Lake Hallstatt, and it is one of the biggest Krampuslauf events. There are hundreds of different, um, each, each group is called a pass, and often the name of the pass is related to the town they're from, you know, maybe a local family. It, it's all very localized, and they each kind of, in a sense, show up in kind of friendly competition with each other over who can outdo one another with uh with their Krampus activities and uh there there are like motorized floats and music and it, it it's incredible it is really incredible to see this it's a big epic nighttime parade essentially um it's sponsored by the fire brigade there are fireworks and smoke <laughs> and and fire officials on hand in case any of the Krampus accidentally catch on fire uh, there's Glühwein, there are kids reciting the the legend of St. Nicholas in German, and they do this rain or shine, and it's amazing. We've, we've been twice to the one in Bad Goiser, and it was called The Night of a Thousand Krampus, and that was where I really experienced the sound of the bells, and in the more remote area, really in that heart of the Alps region as you're getting into it, the sound there of winter it is just incredible. Like, ah, oh. well, and they also um, do house visits, I believe, with this tradition on the 5th of December. Uh, and just to give you an idea, some of the things they recite about the legend, um, this, this is just an example of one of the ones they might say as they come to people's doors. God's greetings all within this house. I'm friends who all, St. Nicholas. Have no fear, just look at me. No wild stranger here, you see. My coming marks the year's near end. This forest man my basket tends. Deeds good and bad we must review. With ringing bells comes Krampus too. What brings him joy brings terror to you. So that's, yeah, that's what they're saying. Um, <laughs> And again, this book has some incredible pictures to give you all an idea of what it really looks like to be there. Just the, the phenomenal craftsmanship of the wooden masks and the tradition of making them. And these are not things you can go and buy. These are things that are made by, by local artisans that take hundreds of hours of, of 
with just absolute passion and skill to learn this. It is unbelievable the things they are able to carve from wood. Um, that was one of my favorite, favorite things about it. And I really hope I can bring some of this to you all through through the, the things I'm working on painting, through the stories I'm sharing, because it really does open your mind and heart to be in another place and experiencing another tradition. It helps you appreciate your own roots and cultivate an open mind and a want to really embrace things you're not familiar with. I think that's essential to our growth as human beings. I really do. Um, on that note, what's kind of fun is we are currently in Sagittarius season. So I never put this together until this year, but we love traveling at the beginning of Sag season. And I guess Sagittarius, the archer, is a sign of travel and exploration and wanting to get out there and attain broader knowledge and experience. Experience something bigger and beyond yourself. So I'm wishing all of the Sages out there a very happy birthday and I hope you all find your own way to, to celebrate and bring the adventure home this year. I hope you all stay safe and happy and merry and make the best of this time. There is there is magic within and without you guys. It is always there to be found. Um, yeah, just, just a quick note on a couple of fun things coming up. We've been, <laughs> my boyfriend Brian is an incredible collector and uh, I, I love to create things as you all know. <laughs> we have an abundance of stuff and we just listed a bunch of new items in our Etsy shop for Apostrophe Soul, but some of them just need to be seen to be fully understood. We have some awesome found pieces, some kitschy things, artistic things. So we're going to do a pop-up sale. We're going to do a little pop-up art sale on Saturday evening. We're going to try to do it through Facebook Live, Instagram Live, and we're kind of preparing for that. Um, I'm working on finishing the, the website section of the travel blog shop, which is going to have pieces that are specific to travel and things that have inspired us, places we visited. I'm very much looking forward to diving into sharing uh, some of these experiences with Krampuslauf and being in the Alps and the Christmas markets this time of year. Um, I just got some prints made of our travel photography, so that was really exciting. Uh, yeah, so there's just a lot of ex exciting, fun things in the works. A very different kind of Christmas this year for us, but we really are enjoying being home and making the most of it. Um, I'm wishing you all a beautiful week. St. Nicholas Day is on December 5th. If you want, go ahead and read about a legend. Maybe share some gifts with each other. You know, just uh, tap into that old Christmas magic and... Uh, yeah, moon, just, moon ninjas. Blah, I can almost talk. <laughs> oh, moon ninjas have a beautiful week and I will be checking back in with, with Mary on our next one. So until next time, thank you. If, if you enjoyed this, please leave a review, write us, message us, share any and all of your own Christmas traditions and experiences. And uh, we'd be happy to connect with you all. So thank you so much. All right. Until next time. Bye. Thank you, listeners. We love you, Moon Ninjas. 
If this episode touched you, please share it with someone you feel would appreciate it. How can you best support our show? Follow us on Spotify. You can also find us on Anchor, Overcast, and Google Podcasts. Let us know how this episode has affected you on your path. You can find us on Instagram at apostrophe underscore soul. On Facebook, apostrophe soul. Our Etsy shop, apostrophe soul.etsy.com. We are having the best time sharing in real time this crazy, beautiful trip we are traveling on. So screenshot the episode, tag us on Instagram. And remember, you have infinite power to tell the story of your soul the way you want to tell it. Now go, light it up, spread some joy, and do good things. Till next time. Bye. Possibly so.